Hey guys, Shane with Now That I'm Older. Check out Rogue Intel Prime with Duff and Chris. Anything goes in this podcast of infinite possibilities. The gang are sure to entertain with their take on the latest news, commentary, and review of, well, whatever the hell they feel like. Check out Rogue Intel Prime on RogueIntel.com. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, the podcast's small heart grew three sizes that day. And then the true meaning of Christmas came through, and the Grinch found the strength of ten podcasts plus two. Hello, my friends, and welcome <laughs> to the powerful Nerdcast. I am Corey, and finally joining me after a three-week hiatus back. is Christian. Welcome back. We also have a special guest today. We have our good friend, yes, Javier. Yes. Hello. Thank nice you for to meet joining you. us today. My- I am back for the first time. That's right. <laughs> it's uh, we didn't know you were gone, but we're yeah, glad it's you're my here. album cover. Yeah. Oh, okay. back for the first time. Back yes. for the first time. I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorites. All right. Well, we got a your uh, early a, stuff was better though. <laughs> we have uh, a lot of great things to talk about. We're still sort of riding the high of Star Wars: The Force Awakens. We have some big anime announcements. Uh, but since we all just got done watching Star Wars and we're still sort of like soaking it in, let's just go ahead and talk about that. Let's just go around the room. You guys have heard me talk about it for a long time. Javier, what did you think of Star Wars: The Force Awakens? I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Um, a lot of things. Obviously, there's questions that we're going to see answered in the previous two movies. Um, Ren's character, um, Ray's character, um, Finn, Poe. I mean, all these are amazing characters that we're going to see, you know, mature and really change a lot in the next two uh, movies. Yeah, I, I got to agree. I'm glad you mentioned all the new characters right away because mm-hmm. they didn't bring the story down whatsoever. Mm-hmm. There we are sitting there. Okay. We're going to watch Star Wars again. We're sitting in a theater, and I know you got really excited when you saw Chewbacca and Han Solo. Well, I do, because I recorded you freaking out the first time (laughs) you were doing it. And that that video got like 10,000 views, because the world saw you freak out and connected with that. And the thing is, like, I wanted to see the classic characters. That's what I was really excited about. But the new characters carried the Star Wars buckets up the hill just fine. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that that's the real uh, uh, shining piece to this movie. It's definitely the biggest accomplishment. Yeah, because you're like, right. I don't. they could have easily, and you see this a lot of the times when they bring movies back, just bring the old characters, make them do what everyone loves, and then throw a new character in there a little bit, like as a buddy cop friend, you know, and then mm. just go that way with it. But they didn't do that. They really let the right. new characters lead the show, and it worked, and it felt like Star Wars. And uh, I still think one of my favorite things is that they have so many practicals. There's not, oh, yeah. there's a lot of CGI, but there's a lot of like puppets too, and mm. like practicals. I, I love, and that's something that I love about this movie as opposed to you know the earlier ones. And even even you mean like the prequels or the you prequels, mean the, the prequels, yeah, the yeah. prequels. Because I mean earlier, earlier. There are yeah, now yeah, technically yeah. two prequel trilogies, <laughs> two, two prequel, the, the yeah. episodes one through three. Yeah, I mean they show a lot more practicals. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the non-practical characters that they showed, like, um, like, um, what's his name? The, um, the, the, the there's two main non-practical characters. There's a little Yoda type. The woman. little Yoda yeah. girl, Mas Kanata, uh-huh. and then, um, the other one that is Kilo Ren's, like, master. master. Yeah, Supreme leader. Supreme leader. I actually would love to actually see those characters. I, I, I mean... It kind of brought me back a little bit because they're like CGI. I mean, they could have made they, they could have Snoke made Snoke 
a real practical, practical character. Non-CGI. And yes. then um, Lapita was the other character. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and I would have loved this. She has an amazing voice. Obviously, yeah. she did mm-hmm. a great job. But, I mean, it would have been cool to see her. Mm-hmm. You know? I think, uh, what was the old Yoda-type lady's name again? That was uh, uh, Maz Kanata. Maz Kanata, yeah. I think, worked with CGI. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I wouldn't like to have seen her with practical uh, effects as well. Mm-hmm. Or at least some. Like how they did with Avatar. I mean, mm-hmm. that was like, you saw the character. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like. Yeah, it felt more real that way. Right. But I really think that, like, her CGI was so good and CGI has gotten so good mm-hmm. that it was still believable and it didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But I do, going back to the original conversation of would it look better practical, I say yes as well. I say yeah. yes. Especially for the character of Snoke. And it almost seems like the only reason that they did CG for that because character it was is Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. Yeah. He's like the master of motion caps. So they're like, we got to get all the mileage we can out of this. But the entire time, he's just sitting in a chair. Right. So it's like they really didn't play to his strengths. And you look at the character who basically is like a more deformed version of the Emperor. Yeah. And they could have done, done Yeah. Or, or it would look great. done it with Andy Serkis and just like makeup. done something with his face. What, think about that. That would have been a whole new world. Oh, here's right. Andy Serkis in makeup. Right, yeah, you know, yeah. it would been crazy. Yeah, so that is something that uh, I think a uh, just the way the times are now, they like CGI. Mm-hmm. The one thing they didn't do, which uh, I'm really glad, is in the prequels they had these big city shots of all these like cars. It looked like a scene out of Fifth Element. You know, <laughs> oh, like, it was Fifth Element. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it looked like that. And but in this time they really got away. It was a real. Uh, I think you've even said this a minimalistic approach oh, to yeah. the film. Just a girl walking through the desert with this awesome piece in the background, you know, right. a crashed Star Destroyer. Right. Or uh, them in this little desert village as a, a TIE fighters come through and bomb it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no grandioseness to it in the sense that the prequels that were overusing CG sets. and Right. Like, there's, there is gifts of Samuel L. Jackson and all those dudes that just say, just wave your lightsabers around in this green room and we'll figure it out <laughs> later. You know, right, like right. that is not the feel. Like every right. movement, every scene, every shot had purpose. And right. it wasn't just, look how big we can make it now. Right. And I oh, really oh, like that. One uh, big CG city that was in the movie was destroyed by Starkiller Base. Like, <laughs> right. it, like, it was almost like they were trying to make a statement about that. Like, you don't no need more. this shit yeah. to make a successful <laughs> Star Wars movie. You know, take the minimal approach and you can uh, make a more engrossing experience and and you have a uh, oh and what were we gonna say well now you go first well you have a good point about the whole andy circus and i didn't think about this i mean maybe in the next two films they're gonna really show why they brought an andy circus into that role and like i've i feel like for some reason just throwing it out here i feel like Supreme Leader is going to be like short, like Yoda type, because like he has Maybe a complex. A dude. Yeah, like a, a Wizard of uh, Wizard of Oz. Exactly, because he's like, why you got to be so big, bro? Like, why <laughs> is your hologram so huge? You know, like, like I what feel you like hiding? you're really small. Yeah, <laughs> or he's at least an average sized dude, and he's just trying to intimidate people. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, there's something, sure. there's some complex. I mean, there. Bef- before the movie even came out, they were saying like Snoke is going to be this like giant seven foot tall alien they gave us like the really? exact like height of the character huh. um and the the main reason of course why he was cg is just because the way his body moves and everything but again i just i didn't really see it you to me it kind it. of reminded me of uh, the orcs in the hobbit movies um in particular the newer ones remember that one white orc yeah like the white it, orc. Just, it looked like him especially when he did like the close-up scenes like it just i don't know they could have pulled it off and certain cg elements like they look like 
moving corpses. They don't look alive when yeah. there's yeah. like CGness in something's face. It gets into that uncanny valley kind of like feel. You know, it's like mean? close but not close enough. Like CGI works better for things that don't exist, like dragons and stuff, because right. you can't compare it to anything in real life. But then when you get too much CGI on things that you know what they look like, not that I know what an alien looks like, but right. I know what a face looks like. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just uh, it didn't quite look right. It's not like Polar Express bad or anything. I liked Polar Express. I will defend that movie. That's a fucking horror movie. <laughs> wow, <laughs> dang, that's rough. <laughs> I liked Polar Express. Uh, I'm not going to watch it this holiday season, but that one yeah. time I did watch it, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, lightsaber battles. The yeah, big difference. Really good. Prequels, really they're good. fucking ballerinas. They're jumping around and spinning and stuff. Right. The original series, they're like clunky. And in this, this movie is a good mix. Yeah. Because it's very much like you feel these characters, like uh, Kylo Ren. Uh, by the way, we're totally spoiling everything, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're going to put making a spoiler alert at the beginning. We're, we're making the that. assumption. Han Solo dies. <laughs> oh, God. He dies? He dies? <laughs> Yo, don't um, hurt the spoiler. Uh, okay, wait, wait. Can we talk about that, by the way? Yeah, we can go on that. A lot of people didn't like that he dies. I like that he died. It gives us something to talk about. It you gives know? weight to the film. It gives weight to the film. Yeah. Took a risk. And I think J.J. Abrams did amazing with that choice. You had, I feel like Chewbacca is look, alive, though. Chewbacca is alive. I feel like if you had to kill somebody that we could talk about, that would be. It would have to be Han Solo. We care. That's have, the person. Some sort of. That's impact. the person we care about. And you can't kill off Luke Skywalker. God, no, no. not yet. No, if anybody, no, you can kill early. off Princess Leia. Yeah, you, <laughs> that's the only problem I have with the film is I did not like her acting. I just got to be honest. I yeah. did not find that actress. To and be the, all that and great. the new one, this one. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. her old stuff. I didn't seem to mind, but like. I'm she like, can oh, die. you haven't been practicing, have you? <laughs> she, she can die in the next one. I mean, I'll give her credit, though. This is like, she hasn't returned to this like series in over 30 years. Oh, yeah. And, Near Han Solo, and, and he did fine. I mean, it's Harrison Ford. It's I Harrison know, Ford. Get off my plane. Yeah. Get off my Falcon. <laughs> Harrison Ford is easily the most successful actor from the original Yeah, Star Wars oh, yeah, I by mean, far. Did, what did Mark Hamill star in after that? He, did, he voiced he did the Joker. A, he did. He did have, and still oh, really? has a Yeah, very, he's uh, uh, all the uh, Batman animated series. From, oh, like, okay. The 90s and even the new Arkham video games. Oh, like, nice. Once you know that fact, too, you can't unhear it. Oh. And that's also going to be a problem because the minute we start oh. to hear Luke talk in these future movies, I'm just going to hear the Joker the whole time. <laughs> that's um, funny. That's why he didn't speak But there was in this also movie, a weird yeah. com- conspiracy where Hollywood didn't like him after the Star Wars movies or something. Isn't there something like that where he didn't um, get roles? Like, why didn't he get one chick flick where he was the main hot dude in it and there was chicks fighting over him um, after I'm not Star really Wars? Sure. It's, it's hard to say because during uh, Empire Strikes Back when they were filming that movie, um, at the very beginning of the movie, Luke looks fine. And then after this one event where he gets attacked by this giant snow creature. The Wampa? Uh, yeah, he suddenly has all these scars across his face. Those scars are real. He was actually in some sort of car accident during filming. Holy and they incorporated crap. that accident into the film. And he kind of went from pretty boy Mark Hamill to Mark Hamill with scars all over his face. Ooh. So uh, that, that was the thing. Um, I just didn't think he was able to keep up that act for long. But, I mean, like I said, his voice acting skills are amazing. If you've watched a cartoon over the last 20 years, I guarantee he's voiced a character. I mean, yeah. and he's got great range, you know, and he does uh, kid huh. stuff, he does adult stuff, a lot of Adult Swim shows. He, he's fantastic, so huh. I really, and he's in all the new uh, CW shows. Like I mean, his Flash. voice was amazing in this he's new Star Wars voice. film. Mm-hmm. It was great. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke, he doesn't say anything. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> miffed that Luke didn't have any dialogue whatsoever, but that being said, that final scene just... Man, the chills I was getting from watching that. You, you, know? You, you know, as a cinematographer watching that final scene, all I could think was, 
who did that drone shot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like long, final, long final drone shot. Like what they did is that had to be a long, long lens punched all the way in, right? Because uh, from a helicopter, the, yeah. with some sort of ridiculous gimbal, right? And uh, I know if you don't know about cameras, that makes zero sense to you, but. It's a very pretty shot. Like, you're like, holy shit. It was just like, let's show off this badass drone shot. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, wow. Let them hope, let them observe that shot. Yeah, and then they're like, there we go, cinematic porn and credits. Yeah. You know, it was a really yeah. solid ending, yeah. even though Luke Skywalker did not talk. Well, what was he supposed to do? Say, hey. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I thought he was going to do? I was expecting this. Like, she was going to be like, ah. And then he's going to be like, Mm. Credits. Yeah. That'll yeah. be <laughs> Either way, it was good, but that's what I. You know, your thought. training begins now, and then the next scene uh, is him on her back, you know, making witty comments. <laughs> Jumping through the swamp. Yeah. And can, can, we, can we say that, um, I mean, obviously everybody thinks that, you know. Are you Ray, the theories? Ray. The theories? Yeah, the okay. theory, Ray is his daughter. That's the most obvious. That's the most obvious. Yeah. And I'm going to stick with it. That's the most badly written theory. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's bad I'm going to say, because, like, <laughs> obviously in this, this next episode, they're going to explain uh, why she was left on that island. What, mm-hmm. Jakku is what it's called? Yeah, the, the planet. Uh, the planet Jakku. And um, I feel like he left her there to save her in some sort of way to protect her and to leave her there. It definitely seems like that's the obvious answer that he uh left her someone left her there to protect her it's almost like luke was left there to be protected from uh darth vader Mm -hmm. you know it's the almost the exact same story the whole movie is in many ways like a reboot of the original they ride that line so thin they're like hey remember that part you like from the old movie we got that in here but it's chick this time. And we're like, right. I'm cool with that. For some reason, people right. don't get pissed about that. Right. They get they get pissed about certain other things. But no one's like, you guys just copy pasted this and added new characters and pasted them in there. But no one's mad about that. And that mm. would be an easy way to diss this film. But well, no one's I don't know. doing people that. People are. There are some people who are angry about that. But the general consensus is this is the best damn Star Wars sequel. We've had so what what else are people pissed about? This is something I want to bring back. Going up to uh, Kylo Ren again in, the, in that lightsaber battle at the very end of the film. Yeah. People thought it was really unbelievable that Rey was able to pick up the lightsaber in battle against well, Kylo, Kylo Ren. Ren. Well, this is one thing. See, Kylo Ren has been the baddest dude in the universe for who knows how long. Let's say five so, years or let's whatever. Let's say five years. Yeah. So who has he been fighting lightsabers with exactly. during this All the time? Jedi are gone. All the Jedi are gone. So. He's like the best He's like the big fish in a small pond. He's the big fish in the small pond. Yeah. And the only thing he's been fighting destroy him. for all this time is computers when he gets mad. Mm-hmm. With his like, <laughs> yeah. like, I love oh, that song. Oh. <laughs> I won that one. I got that one. <laughs> Another one for me. Yeah. Or the scene like when Ray escapes and he like destroys the chair, the two stormtroopers are walking oh, by. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're just like, oh, fuck this. And they just turn around. Yeah. He looks like a like a... <laughs> like an emo dude when you have a, that's the problem he, is, he, he, he has such dude. a transformation when his mask is not on it's obvious that it's not just symbolic like he did get mad with the mask on and destroy the computers but like you can see him struggling you know with his right. decision making so much when his mask's not on mm-hmm. and they didn't he hide behind the mask yeah he felt more human and they didn't hide behind the mask like they could have easily like okay he's dark vader he's got to mm. be uh like like mysterious behind this mask but he removed it and put it back on all throughout the movie mm-hmm. And I I like that because we connected more with him as a yeah. character, mm-hmm. um, and 
I like also that he didn't die. We at, because God, he didn't actually. die. Yeah. We know that he's gonna be out throughout the whole trilogy mm-hmm. instead of being a Darth Maul type character and get sliced in half. And then it was like, oh, I kind of miss Darth Maul. I kind of like that guy. They, in they, a way, they do that in Star Wars. They'll introduce badass people mm-hmm. and then like have them get removed without their potential being reached. Boba right. Fett, man. Boba Fett, yeah, Boba Captain Fett. Phasma Captain in this Phasma. movie. Well, she. I feel like she's gonna have a bigger role. She definitely has to return, and she's probably going to want to get revenge against Finn in particular, because mm. uh, Finn was a mm. former stormtrooper. Finn screwed her over. So you can just see this epic confrontation building between these two characters. That's good. I like mm-hmm. that. I didn't think about that. That's and that is awesome. a huge bitch. Yeah. Yeah. She's like 6'3 <laughs> in real life. Holy crap. I don't think like you really understand how big she is. She's like, huge. She's a huge person, and she's, huge. Uh, she's very... Di- commanding mm-hmm. and they could easily have a badass scene where she's just kicking his ass because mm-hmm. finn is not an all like a, a crazy warrior he's yeah. never really he's probably has... got the best aim of any stormtrooper ever though he's got good aim oh. yeah no he does <laughs> oh yeah sure. he does have good aim yeah. he's got good aim mm-hmm. poe's got good flying yeah and then you know Ray, ray's got the force so ray's it's like force. best trilogy of friends right there mm-hmm. and jj abrams didn't know that he was going to cast uh her what's her name uh, the Which big character? six three chick. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah he did, didn't. What know do you he, mean? He didn't know. He didn't. He didn't. They wrote the character. Oh, before yeah. they cast her. So I think, I think Phasma was even male at first. Right. Mm-hmm. And it would so, make sense because the female aspect didn't really play an important part. It right. was just there's a badass stormtrooper. She wasn't the only female stormtrooper. Like Kylo Ren spoke to another one in passing, just like in a short scene in the film. And that's yeah. awesome how they yeah. brought in the female stormtroopers. Well, I like that. They also don't, are not clones anymore. Like in the right. prequel series, they even mentioned that should we should probably be using clones, and then the guy's like, no, my troopers are fine. You know, they're trained from birth. General Hux. Who General Hux. Amazing speech very before they launched star killer dark the time. ridiculous thing you know like i loved how over the top it was like he was really getting to how evil they were and stuff like that was yeah. fantastic and uh, i like that actor a lot too because he he's also... gonna play a bigger role too in the next oh, yeah films. i'm surprised they didn't kill that guy off he seemed like he was gonna be one he's gonna die at some him. point in time maybe the next mm-hmm. film maybe he'll stay all three but who knows so he's I mean, not a, a character that's gonna be redeemed though like no he's, he's evil he's kylo ren's gonna be redeemed or probably in the third film, redeemed or maybe I was wrong, and then I'll get cut in half by mm-hmm. a lightsaber. I think know? Kylo's going to get killed eventually. Kylo's definitely going to die, but I feel like when he dies, we're going to care for him. Oh, okay, that's we're going to care for that character. That's a good point. We're yeah. going to be like, oh, he was evil, but now he, he was almost good, and then they killed him. Like it's going to be like that. Yeah, and then uh, and then he's gone, and then they'll be like, and give me that lightsaber. <laughs> 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 That's exactly right. But uh, w- the other thing, um, Finn, non-force uh, using guy, used the mm-hmm. lightsaber more. Maybe the funniest Star Wars character. Yeah, ever. And, and not like forced like Jar Jar Binks. Mm. Like he felt he like a good. natural like was everything good. he was saying felt real and human. Like like right. an actual person would talk. Right. He's almost um, like a, a, a normal person in a Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know who I thought was funny? I thought Poe was hilarious. Oh yeah, Poe, especially great. when like. Do, do you start speaking first or do I? <laughs> like, I was like, ah, that's awesome, dude. Like, do I talk first or do you talk first? That, was, that was hilarious. I mean, did he just see what Kylo Ren did to that one guy? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious, dude. I also like when Kylo Ren stopped that uh, the shot from the blaster oh, yeah. and just yeah, held that it. That was so cool. And yeah. He held it there like for way too damn long. And then as everybody's walking away, yeah. he just like finally launched it. Yeah. You know what? Oh, yeah. You know what else? Kylo Ren looking at Finn. Knowing that Finn was gonna, he had regrets. Him. Yeah, about what was. going on. I think on. at that point in time, he knew what Finn was gonna do, and he accepted it because he could 
just the good side of him was like, okay, I'm just going to let him do that at that point in time. Because he had no idea what the repercussions would be. I yeah. think he may have. I think we're going to regroup that later in the episode because he knew he knew who did it when they were like, which star trooper? He was like, it was 41133. He like already knew it. You know the number, it. Corey? FN2187. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's a little fun fact for you guys. F1, uh, FN2187, that was the number – uh, for the cell that Princess Leia was in in the original oh. Star Wars movie, boom, mind's blown. Oh, nerd, nerd fact. Fun. That's right. Oh. Nerdgasm. I watch a little too much Star Wars. But I think I think that that he knew that Finn was going to do that is going to come into play later on, and we're going to be like, oh, he was a good guy. He knew the whole time. Yeah, it's going to be like a Voldemort mm-hmm. moment. I feel like somewhere in there, like yeah, that, that's a good. He point had to kill Voldemort. his father, but. Little pieces of these are the things that he he gave him a shot and it clearly gave him a pissed shot. him off yeah. too. Like that scene at the end where they're in the forest and he confronts Finn. He's just like screaming like traitor. Yeah, like he just wants to throw down with him. I was maybe I was yeah. Kind of hoping Finn would do better with a lightsaber, but like they were kind of building that up in that scene where in the um, trailers they Moss made it seem passing. like like Finn was going to be the badass Jedi and that's at the good. end he's a I chick, like that you know like that scene where he fights the uh, the stormtrooper with the riot control gear yeah like God that scene kicks so much ass dude that stormtrooper is one of the most badass Star Wars <laughs> I've ever seen didn't he end up just getting shot yeah that was the thing like he was about to beat Finn and then Han just comes in and hits him with the uh, the bowcaster that uh, Chewbacca had and mm. they were really smart in showing how strong that gun was because that's what Chewbacca hit Kylo Ren with and he was bleeding out the whole time that's why he freaking lost to, to Ray right right he was really true. wounded. That was I good. think he got shot in the leg too, or had got hurt by Finn too mm-hmm. before he started fighting. Uh, the yeah, final he got thing. he got a couple hits on him. Yeah, yeah so, so that's good that Leia was even with him, or actually won the battle because he was already wounded. Mm-hmm. He was already wounded, uh, yeah. but she was gaining her force abilities quite quickly as well. Sure. I mean, know? dude, Luke Skywalker knew Obi Wan for like a day. And he learned to use a lightsaber, and he destroyed the Death Star on his first try. So, like, you can't use that argument against Rey. I mean, and there's evidence to show that Rey was a part of the Jedi Order already, so she had to know something. And if the prequels told us anything, God, I'm talking about the prequels, it's that Jedi are trained (laughs) at a young age. Like, really young. The younglings. So, like, there's evidence there. And she knew how to fight. At the beginning, we saw her taking out those thugs with her freaking giant staff when Finn was going to save her. And she was kicking all sorts of ass. That's not too different from a lightsaber. Like sure. Finn ran up and he's like, "Oh wait, you're already done. Mm-hmm. I'll start walking a little slower now, just in case." Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. and they're really dead. Okay, good. Uh-huh. The bigger <laughs> plot point is how did Chewie find them? Chewie? Yeah, remember when uh, when everything was like collapsing and destroying, and then suddenly the Millennium Falcon appeared? How did Kylo Ren find them when they were running away from the base? You can make that well, argument all can, the Force, or like the Force is really the answer. Or <laughs> what if like what? This is what I was thinking. What if Poe was on the wrong side of the split? When that split happened. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, there's a thousand, like, how did that happen? Oh, thinking too deep. You know, let that shit go. It's a movie. Got to move yeah, the plot sure. along. Yeah, but uh, uh, what else did I really like? I really thought. Or not Poe, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, Finn. I know what you're saying. Yeah, Finn. Finn. Uh, there's just a, a million things that made this a great film. And mm-hmm. it's a shame I just didn't like uh, General Leia's acting. That's the only thing I have against it. Now, mo- yeah. Maybe most people don't even agree with me. Because she also had a minimal role, maybe for a reason. Uh, Han Solo. It was really a Han Solo story mm-hmm. along with the new characters in many ways. Well, you know what? I don't think she's going to have that big of a role throughout the whole series. I don't think many people like really miss her like compared to like Harrison Ford or like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like, the next film is going to be a Luke Skywalker and Finn film. Right. Not Finn. Uh, uh, Ray. Ray. Ray film. And then they'll have yeah. a reunion with Finn eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then who who else are we missing that we're really looking to see? 
Like from the originals. Uh, who's the black dude again? <laughs> Lando Calrissian. Lando. Lando. <laughs> Is he like confirmed to be in any of these films? I don't know. They Lando. haven't mentioned anything about Billy Dee. But that I would mean, be awesome to have he, Billy Dean. He clearly has a relationship with Lucasfilm. He started okay. the Star Wars Rebels show. So it's only a matter of time. The thing about Billy D though is he's like the oldest actor, right? Them. So they're not going yeah, to saw... use him. He's not going to do anything crazy. Right. I saw him on Comic Book Man, that AMC show, and he really he just doesn't like move very well. He's just an old oh, man. He's like old. Yeah, okay. he's an well, old they dude, can bring man. him back like that. But yeah, I don't like... care. Put him in a desk on Cloud City and have him right. say something cool. And just like have him like turn around and be like. Hello, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. That's that all. will satisfy this, the yeah. fan base. Like, that'd good time. That would be awesome. Mm. You know, something. Something. Yeah. But um, other things I really liked about it, again, going back to, like, the uh, the organic feeling of the movie, like, yeah. Maz Kanata's castle, um, just very reminiscent of, like, the cantina scene in Jabba's palace. Mm. And uh, there were also a lot of big cameos from, like, big actors in this film that were playing really minor roles. You had uh, Daniel mm. Craig, 007, playing that stormtrooper who Ray used her uh, force uh, mind trick on. You had uh, Simon Pegg from Shaun of the Dead uh, fame, who was playing uh, that one big gross alien at the beginning who was giving out the food portions uh, oh, and everything. Sweet. Yeah, that was and Simon had, Pegg. Uh, during oh. Ray's sequence where she found Luke Skywalker's lightsaber, uh, she had those visions. Uh, Yoda had a line, if you listen carefully, the original Frank Oz doing his voice. Ewan McGregor, who played young Obi-Wan, came back and recorded a bit of dialogue for that. Uh, James Earl Jones also had a few things to say. Uh, what so, was James Earl Jones as? Uh, literally just Darth Vader breathing. <laughs> oh, wow. And I think he said like one little small, like the, the room that Ray appears in during that vision initially is where Luke and Vader fought when they were on Cloud City. Just little details. How do you like know that. they just didn't recycle old audio? I, I, dude, over the last couple of days, all I've been doing is reading <laughs> Star Wars articles That's and learning awesome. little fun like, facts about this movie. James Earl Jones is like the man. Like he's got the best voice. He does. He has like the best Darth Vader voice. Oh yeah. Um, Bill Bill Hader from Saturday Night Live. Um, Bill who's, Hader, who's also uh, you remember in Pineapple Express, the guy who says Bees Knees, Item Nine, Item Nine. That guy, he actually knees. did some of the voices for BB Eight, the little robot. Well, I'll tell oh, you what sweet. I think of when I think of Bill Hader, I think of Trainwreck because I saw that Amy Schumer film, oh. and he's the uh, male love interest in that. And he did a great job, uh, but it's really an Amy Schumer film about as Corey says, "Look at me, I have a vagina." <laughs> Because Corey does not like Her Amy. giant gaping vagina. <laughs> oh, God. Corey doesn't oh, like God. Amy Schumer. I don't. She's a hack. <laughs> nothing new. I don't know why. I just Amy found Schumer. that so funny. Amy Schumer. Nothing, nothing to add there about Amy uh, as Schumer? Far, as far as Amy Schumer, I mean, I feel like, she, you know, she always talks about sex and whatnot. I feel yeah. like she's, like, not done any of that. I feel like she's a prude. I'm just throwing it out there. She just found a niche. You know that, that she, was she found Awakens, a niche, right? She was. I mean, yeah, you remember that scene at the beginning on Jakku? That uh, weird big thing that that dude was riding in the desert. Yeah, she was. She was that thing. Are you fucking? You're what? just trying to be a no, dick. You're, you're just trying to be a dick. Just, no makeup. Just no makeup. She just brought herself to the dance. Oh my set. god, that's uh, funny. No, that's but Amy Schumer was cool. Took I her mean, spanks whatever. off and they just rode her around the desert. Oh my god, <laughs> that's that's pretty bad. No, I'm offended. No, you're not. I'm not. Ah, uh, that's so funny. <laughs> Took her spanks off and rode her around. Oh my god. Anyway, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So uh, how about this? Uh, favorite scene from the film? Let's just go around the table. Javier. Favorite scene from the film? Man. Oh, man. That's going to be hard. I mean, I'm just probably the lightsaber scene at Which the one? end. Oh, the I mean, final fight? The final fight. I mean, if I had to choose a second, it would be that the scene where we first fall in love with Poe's character. 
when he's like, "Do you speak first?" Or do oh, I po speak first? yeah, Poe like, the pirate. Yeah, yeah. Poe the pirate. Uh, pirate. The pilot. Po the pirate. <laughs> Arr, do I speak Arr. first? Do, uh, you make. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the lightsaber battle was cool because you didn't know what was going to happen next, and but it all made sense in the end. Yeah. Uh, my favorite scene is random stuff. I like all the random little things. Like I like when BB eight's rolling by in the desert and then all of a sudden a little puppet pops up and looks around next to him and goes back down. I'm like, that's star Wars. <laughs> like that's star Wars. He could have just had this epic shot of the, the droid roll, but instead he threw a puppet in the corner, right. you know, like that's uh, perfect. And I really like the, uh, food scene, uh, where she puts the, the stuff in the, the thing and then the oh, bread yeah. pops up. I was like, oh, that's like uh, the blue milk in the old films, you know, like random you weird food too often in Star Wars. Yeah, but they so. always like make it futuristic. And of course, I like the lightsaber battles and I like seeing Han Solo back. Han Solo. You know, I'm going to change. I'm going to change mine. OK, I'm going to change. I'm going to say the lightsaber scene was my number two. OK, the introducing Poe, fall in love with Poe was number three. My first favorite scene, because we, we fell in love with these two characters, mm -hmm. was when Ren was no when Ray was flying that that you know what's the what's the Millennium Falcon, the Millennium Falcon yeah. uh -huh. and she twists it oh. and sh and then like Finn shoots do, 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 do. oh man that was like yeah. oh man that's awesome that yeah. scene was great well that's you understand they're going to be a great team yeah they're a great team and they bond and like they're fighting a little bit but they come together and yeah they succeed and that was a great that. reveal of the Millennium Falcon he's like that yeah. piece of junk yeah. you know, like, great yeah, callback no, no. to the original too, that was awesome that's exactly what Luke said about it it's like what a piece of junk yeah and then uh, you know that's what I'm saying uh, they they copy and pasted so much stuff but yet they made it original enough where no one cared mm -hmm. right the majority of people you're always it's impossible to please everyone yeah but uh, yeah what about you Corey uh, it's, it's kind of hard to choose one singular scene from this whole moment but as soon as Maz Kanata's castle was uh, attacked by the First Order. Mm. As soon as the uh, the Resistance came in with the X-Wings mm -hmm. and finally mm. started attacking, there's that one shot where you have Poe Dameron, and it's like one continuous shot where he's flying around the castles, constantly taking out TIE fighters, Finn's watching the whole time, and then, of course, the riot Stormtrooper. Just, I don't know what it is about that scene, but I love it, because the Stormtrooper sees him with a lightsaber, and he just like he throws his gun down, he's just like, yeah, this, I've been waiting for this so long! I've been training tight. with this electrical weapon for months, <laughs> and I finally get to use it! And he just brings it out, and then you got the whole uh, Kylo awesome. Ren meeting Rey for the first time in the forest, using the Force Honor, just that whole scene, you, just so Star You can tell it's been a while since Jedi have been around because no one cares about a lightsaber. Like, no one's intimidated by it. Mm -hmm. Any other like, Stormtrooper would have run like yeah. crazy, but this dude's like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this! <laughs> I saw yeah. a really funny gif where they're tight. like, it's holiday time, and Finn, like, lights up his, and it's a candy cane, and then he starts spinning his, and it's three candy canes, and they just start fighting, and it says, happy holidays. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, that Stormtrooper was pretty badass, by the way. He's I'd say amazing. literally, this film was one of my favorites this year. My favorite film this year is still going to be Kung Fury. I know that's a weird thing to say, but like my favorite <laughs> film of this year will be Kung Fury. Kung Fury is a very close second. I, I know nothing's going to beat Star Wars for you, Corey. Uh, do you know what Kung Fury is? Uh-uh, I've never seen it. Uh, it's, a, it's a 30 minute film that uh, someone got, uh, uh, what do you call it? Crowdfunded. Okay, and he raised six hundred thousand on uh, Kickstarter, and he made this rockin' '80s action movie that's thirty mm. minutes long, and it's like it's written by a guy that thinks he's the most badass writer when yeah. he's really a joke, you know. And it's just the humor is really tight. I'll show it to you after okay. the podcast. You okay. got to see a few scenes of of, uh, of okay. Kung Fury. Yeah, it's just it's the ultimate homage to everything nineteen eighties. Oh, nice. it's so perfect. It's got the the best movie soundtrack. Of the year, without a doubt. Okay, I'm glad you'll give it something. I listen to that shit in my car, and it's meant to be a joke. That's how good it is. Yeah. Huh. So, just love it. 
It's really good. Okay, yeah. so uh, Star Wars. Clearly, uh, we liked it. You guys should definitely go check it out. It's uh, still in theaters and currently lining the pockets of uh, every Disney exec right now, which is uh, great for them. They're going to make a lot of money and more sequels. We actually have another one coming out next year and then the, uh, the year <laughs> after that. So we have another good six years of Star Wars to go, and who knows. Um, yeah, there it is. Uh, Hands down for Star Corey to Wars. concentrate through that whole thing. <laughs> Anywho, uh, let's go ahead and jump on some anime topics. Um, now, Javier, you said at the beginning before we did the podcast, you're kind of a casual fan of I'm anime. I'm a casual. Um, but you have seen some of the greats like Attack on Titan and all that yes. stuff. What was your description um, of ta- Attack on Attack Titan? Attack on Titan. I was like, the guys with the spray and they go from building to building. <laughs> They've got the equipment. They were like, no, that's a porno. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, but there's another one. Yeah, and they attack big things and yeah, yeah Attack on Titan. Great, yeah, yeah. great show. Uh, what what uh, anime in particular do you want to talk about, though, Corey? Uh, we've had some big announcements this week. Uh, first and foremost, Woo! let's just go ahead and talk about Berserk. Uh, Berserk is one of the longest-running uh, anime and manga properties. Um, and it's, it's so badass. Basically, it's a dark so fantasy. It started in the late 1980s, and it's basically just about this big badass swordsman who has a sword that's like the size of a coffee table. Oh. And he just runs around <laughs> slaying demons and Yeah, with a stick people. attached to it. Oh, nice. And uh, just a couple years ago, they remade the original Berserk anime series with a... Three brand new movies, and it looks like we're finally going to get some brand new material, which is all about Guts, the Black Swordsman. That's mm-hmm. what he's known as after the uh, that portion of the story. And damn it, it is about freaking time. Now the thing is, they haven't announced if this is going to be a series, if it's going to be a movie, if it's going to be a short OVA. I am kind of still hoping for movie format, only so they can go completely unedited super violent because that's just the way the berserk has to be if they do a tv series they're gonna have to edit the crap out of it but if they do an ova that could work too uh it's it's really hard to say i think that anything berserk i'm happy i don't even know how else to add this i'm just like yeah new berserk the fact that it's black swordsman stuff too like we never ever saw that stuff before until now like this is always keep rehashing the intro stuff Mm -hmm. and so i'm really glad that they're uh going past that getting into the demon stuff, getting into the world changing. It's no longer this medieval setting. It's now medieval with dragons and demons and the stuff that made Berserk great, you know, in a lot of ways, the second half of Berserk. It's like Lord of the Rings meets Caligula. Like, it's just, it's really messed up. I don't know what Caligula is. (laughs) Caligula. That's a discussion for another day. Uh, But, but I mean, it's just... We've been waiting for this for so long, so I really don't hope they're going to screw it up. But like I said, they barely announced anything. They're just like, this is going to happen. Uh, it's going to ship with like uh, some more information when the manga comes out next year. But any news about new Berserk anime is good news. Yeah, very um, excited. I just, like I said, I just I kind of hope they uh, – do you want them to keep like all of the assets and voice actors from the movie? Or do you want them to go completely new with it? No, I'll keep the assets. I didn't really care. I mean, Guts is not doesn't have a famous voice actor attached to him at mm-hmm. this point. So I do prefer uh, his original TV version voice. Yeah, but that's never going to happen. Yeah. So, you the know. The guy was just better at yelling when he, you know – skulls and shit. It, it, Javier, <laughs> if you if you uh, want to catch up on what uh, Berserk is, you can type Guts versus a, a Hundred Men. Guts yeah, versus... yeah, check that out. It's a That's really good. cool scene. That... It's just this one dude like with this giant sword fighting against a hundred soldiers and just completely wasting them all and just having a good time doing it. Yeah, he gets really into mm-hmm. it, you know. So, uh, new new Guts, yeah, new Berserk. How far are they going to go with this, you think? Like, you well, think the, gonna... the, the Berserk armor is uh, like way into the new stuff. Yeah. Um, well, not way into. They go way past that, too. But, like, mm-hmm. in relation, you couldn't get to that point without, like, to be honest, skipping some shit. Yeah. Or, like, like just synopsing through a season or two and then getting to it. Because it's, like, three seasons deep 
Yeah, because, I mean, it takes a little while before he even gets the Berserk armor. Like, I mean, if, if we're up to me and I was making, like, a new movie trilogy, like the first movie, I would end it with him getting the Berserker armor and trying it out for the first time. against. That well, that's movie. a crazy scene, yeah, against yeah, the, like the demon, be, the, the, the dragon demon. And then it just ends kind of, like, right there, like, holy shit. And that's another thing, like, those uh, those Berserk movies they released years ago, like, the, you know how they had the big opening aria before every movie? Yeah. They would, like, show, like, the Berserker armor and characters from the future that we haven't seen yet, and it's just... They really do need to follow up on that, and this is the perfect time to do that. And it's just, like you said, there's a lot of material to get through. That first arc, initially, right after that, is all about these weird, like, fairies that go around murdering and raping people. That's yeah. literally the story of that arc. And then after that, it just gets even crazier, and then he gets the Berserker armor. And, and then there's like, that, that frog horse that they fight, along with that big... Uh, saying this all out loud. <laughs> the frog horse... Uh, with the uh, big demon troll that they fight, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, actually, no, that's... You thought the trolls in Lord of the Rings were horrifying. Yeah, wait till you see God, these. God, the Berserk trolls are nightmarish. Yeah, no. Anyway, if they develop the Berserk world more, I'm all about it. I'm mm-hmm. very excited to see that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, but we know so little. Yeah, that's We're the kind of hypothetical all, at this point. It's all speculation at the moment, but it's, it's good news. Um, just stay tuned. If they ever announce anything, like a trailer or something, we will be there immediately to cover it. Um, but that's not the only big news. Um, Gurren Lagann. Uh, I don't even really think I need to say anything else. Um, Javier, you're probably like, what the fuck is Gurren Lagann? Uh, Gurren Lagann. Uh, Why not? <laughs> Sounds amazing. Uh, yes. Gurren Lagann is a mecha series. It's about giant robots and shit. But it's, which, you know, that's got to sound like the most generic anime description ever. Um, Chicks but, with big eyes and big tits. And robots. <laughs> and robots. It's anime um, 101. Gurren Lagann to me is. You had me at big so, yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, but Gurren Lagann, to me, is, like, the greatest mecha anime of all time. I really think it's the perfect homage to anime in general, but, like, it does a great job with the genre that it's working within. And uh, it was a series that, like, had a beginning, it had an end, that was it. There's no need for sequels done. They just put up a, a new thing on a website, which is the Gurren Lagann logo, and right be- below it it says, Coming, Coming soon. soon. That's all we know, again, just like this Berserk shit. Ah. We don't know anything. This could be a straight-up remake. It could be a sequel. It could be a prequel, which is all about, like, the, the, the beast people at the beginning and maybe, like, the Oh, their the failed attempt. Thing. Yeah, their yeah, failed like, attempt to overthrow the spiral. The thing is, if they do a sequel, how in the hell are they going to top it? Because Gurren Lagann yeah. just it, – it literally becomes galaxy-sized by the end. Like, yeah, like, just to put it in perspective, Javier, by the end, these two robots are fighting on top of a galaxy. Oh, nice. And they're throwing universes at each other. It's pretty intense. How but they get... start out like not like start out like not that big at all. Maybe like the size of a car. Then it becomes a giant robot. And yeah, like twenty five episodes in, that's how big it gets. And it's like, uh, how do you make a sequel to this? Like, how do you make that how do you bigger? Top that? Yeah. <laughs> so, and it had a conclusion. You know, it had a really tight conclusion. Actually, not really. It just said we're going to figure out how to stop the people from growing so much that they destroy themselves. You remember that? Cause that's yeah. kind of the anti-spirals concept was freeze your progress. But I mean like Simone's story is like, it's, it's pretty much done. Like, you know, uh, he got laid. Yeah. He got laid. <laughs> uh, he, he got laid. Nia died. And then uh, he went off and became a hermit and became the narrator of the show. Yeah. You know, that's about it. Everybody went their own separate ways. So I think they would have to do an entirely new cast. Maybe set it like uh, like a big time skip, maybe like a hundred years later or something. Because I'd like a fresh perspective. Yeah, it would be cool. Because um, they really could do something special with this. This could be just like a movie sequel. Again, it's it's all speculation. All they've done is just put something up on the website saying, "Hey, this shit's coming soon. Get excited, guys!" Um, but that you know, combined with the Berserk thing and all the other shows that are coming out in 2016, 
maybe the best year for anime in a long time, especially if you're not a big fan. It'd be a great opportunity to get like really involved in it because there's so many brand new shows coming out and they're all super high quality stuff. So mm. just so freaking excited. But th- that's all they that's all they showed us. And then there's a new JoJo. Yeah, and a new JoJo, which does have a preview, which is good. So if you want to look at that preview, it's really great. Um, definitely going to review that one. There's no yeah, yeah. I mean, what about uh, One Punch Man? One Punch Man. One Punch, Did we Man. Talk One Punch about Man that? just ended. Yeah, you actually just uh, ended. You just watched that uh, final bit from the final I did. episode. Yeah. I did. Of Lord Boris? Boros. Boros. Lord Boros versus uh, Saitama, mm-hmm. the One Punch Man. And I just love the take on that show. It's a superhero that's so strong that he's indifferent. And he's like, I'm bored with life. Everyone I fight, I just beat in one punch, and I don't even try. And then he finally like finds a badass dude to fight against at the end of the season. And even he can defeat him super easy as well. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, he's like, well, I'll at least let him hit me. I want to see what he can do before I beat him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he lets him, like, kick him into the moon. He le- <laughs> Is that exactly right? like, That's an extreme handicap. Yeah, huh. he just holds his breath. He's like, okay, time to go back. <laughs> like doosh, flies back to the earth. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch to that season. Like you should really check that out Ooh. because what the, the, the show's writing is really interesting because Saitama is so strong. He can't face all the bad guys all the time or else it'd just be boring. Cause he'd just show up and go, boom, show up, go boom, show up, go boom. You know, it'd be right, boring. Right. So they, they have this hero association and all these like lower class heroes that take on bad guys and have real epic battles where they fight for their life. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dramas within the supporting cast, the uh, main cast is or Saitama himself is actually not involved, but like within half the battles. Oh, nice. Or it comes in and saves the day at the end. Like all these dudes get wasted and then he comes in and helps at the very end. So it's yeah, actually the strength of the series doesn't really rely on the main character of that show. It's all about the side characters. They're the ones that really make it. Oh, nice. Saitama is kind of like the glue that holds everyone together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of like the earth getting destroyed and stuff, he'll always come in and fix it right at the end. <laughs> but most of the guys get their ass kicked. Uh, so, so many great uh, episodes, though, and that show is so funny. It also breaks a lot of stereotypes in anime, like uh, the main character having to train. It's like a joke, like he never trains or like uh, uh, he hates long speeches. And in anime, that happens all the time. The bad guys want to lament before they're like, I've been doing this for my whole life. I've been conquering the galaxy. And so Thomas like, shut up. Or someone has like a really convoluted backstory. Like he doesn't want to hear it. He's like, dude, tell me in 20 like words or less, like. <laughs> uh, and in anime that just it doesn't work everybody has a super convoluted long backstory that's usually tragic and messed up i saw my parents killed in front of me so i decided to become the world's greatest swordsman you yeah, know like that uh, yeah exactly that type of stuff and they definitely poke fun at that a lot um it's it's a comedy and it's just a really well done action series yeah and you never see that Mm-mm. no and then uh have you did you know they have a new dragon ball out right now oh bro dragon Which, ball super instead oh. of dragon ball did you z used to watch dragon ball? oh yeah i used to watch dragon ball and dragon ball z and i never got into gt but that's because okay. that's, that's it's really you can skip that really huge into z you know yeah everyone was yeah. we all came home from school oh, yeah. and watched toonami and got yeah. all into that Fuck. you know Toonami, man. I, I remember Toonami. That was every <laughs> That day. little robot that just floated in the air did whatever he did. Yeah, there was a bunch Toonami's of cool Toonami's still on the air. Oh, man. Yeah, that's it's awesome. On, uh, it's Saturday nights, usually late. They go from uh, 12 to 4 in the morning. Oh, awesome. Just the other night, they had a whole Dragon Ball Z marathon of just like uh, Goku versus Frieza fights exclusively. Oh, really? Yeah, they just went through the whole thing. Longest fights ever. Oh, 
God, that is the hi- in the history of anime. That's one of the longest fights ever because I yeah. think it's like forty something episodes. Uh, it's combined, ridiculous. It's not that long, but it's close. Yeah, um, they fight Frieza for a little over twenty episodes. It's ridiculous. Which is kind of insane. Yes. Uh, even right now in the new show, the sequel, it's called Dragon Ball Super. Uh, Frieza's been revived and resurrected, Ooh. and they're fighting again. Uh, this time it's getting a lot quicker though. Is it good? Like, um, I think the animation quality is not that great. To be no, honest, no, it's not. Hmm. That's that's the only problem. Um, because yeah, anime the, the, now, it's a problem with real anime now. Because now, anime is produced very quickly, and they've gotten very efficient at it. Mm. But it's come at the expense of quality. Mm. The only shows that break that is One Punch Man, because that show comes out really fast too. But look how good it looks. Mm. It looks better than Dragon Ball Z did back in the day. But then you look at like modern Dragon Ball Z, and it's kind of like eh, this is cutting some corners. Mm-hmm. This is not quite as wow. tight as the old stuff, you know. Mm. Uh, but the movie they, versions still look pretty good. Like, that's what they're also doing. They're launching a manga, which is a comic book in Japan. Mm. They're launching a television show, and they're doing movies that come out alongside it. So they're mm. just like spamming you with content. Mm. You know, they're like, we'll probably take the best arcs, make a movies. Uh, there'll be a manga that you can follow along that's ahead of everything because it's the cheapest and easiest to produce because mm. uh, it's just a blueprint, you know, for the show. And then there's the show that's chugging along behind everything. Mm. So it's kind of that, that's my interpretation of what's going on. Yeah. And so if they don't like the way they tell something, they'll change a little bit in the anime. Oh, nice. So it's kind of this like they get many options in the way they go about things. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's to be a Dragon Ball fan, it is still exciting, like just to see brand new Dragon Ball material. But it does, like you say, it comes at the cost of just not great animation. And it's not even so much the animation. It's the artwork sometimes that really bugs me. There is a difference. Can you explain the difference between artwork and animation? Uh, it's hard to without a visual. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard to do it without a visual. Really, it's just my the visual advice, will be right here <laughs> or right here. My my only advice really is just look at like a screen cap of Goku from like 1995, and then look at a screen cap of current Goku, and you'll just be able to see just just the line work in the old shows were better. Like just. I don't know, and it's the colors. The colors are so much brighter than they used to be. It's just it's just different. That's the thing. But it bugs me because there will be times in the show where they'll have a flashback and they'll literally reuse like the old like animation for the flashback. They won't reanimate it, which is smart to do. Naruto learned from that shit. And um, the flashbacks look better. Like, and you're it, like, shit. It, and it takes me out of it because it's like, fuck, can't we go back to that? Where they cared <laughs> and where they hand drew it? No. We're just going to go to this. Now, I, I still have hope for the series, like when they get into the Shampa arc, which is going to start at uh, the very end of January. Um, since it'll be brand new material no one's ever seen before, not based on anything, uh, maybe that'll sort of like reinvigorate their love of like animating the show. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I think that it'll uh, be very helpful in a lot of ways. So uh, we'll see how that works. Any other anime news or what other topics did we have? Uh, that's pretty much it for the day, unless there's anything you want to discuss while you were gone, like any of the movie trailers that came out or anything. I was very excited about the uh, Batman vs. Superman uh, Dawn of Justice. Yeah. That looked good. Crap's Day. Yeah. Uh, Doomsday, I didn't really... Crap's Day. Mu- Crap's Day. I didn't mind, but he doesn't look right. I understand why the world's pissed about that. Mm. Who doesn't uh, look right? Doomsday. Did you see the trailer for Batman vs. Superman? You know how the big cave troll comes out at the end? Ah, I don't remember it. Okay, well, I there's watched it. Doomsday is Again. a very well-known Superman villain, mm. and he's well-known because he's strong like Superman. He's like the only dude besides Zod, I guess, that could like fight Superman, right. not just have to outsmart him like Lex Luthor right. or right. Uh, like Batman that has to use kryptonite fucking uh, tax that throws down. He steps on him. He's like, ooh. And then, like, he punches <laughs> him in the face. Crypto tax. Crypto Yeah. And so... Um, ben Affleck got me. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh, I should have watched Good Will Hunting. Yeah. 
<laughs> and so, you know, uh, it's, it's, he's a good villain. And he's also a good villain to throw in for the first um, movie because people have wanted Doomsday forever in a Superman movie. They're like, get us Doomsday because he can fight Superman. They both punch each other to death. You know, it'll be awesome. Mm. And, like, what, what are Batman and Wonder Woman going to do while they watch Superman fight? Yeah, I guess. Boring. They should have they, they should have saved Doomsday for the end of this like storyline. They should have chosen like Thanos. Villain. He should have been the um, Thanos of of the uh, Justice yeah, basically, League. Yeah, yeah, but or, instead or they're just Darkseid, who basically is Thanos. Is Darkseid DC too? Uh, he's also DC. Yeah. He basically. Is Why the don't DC they have a Darkseid and uh, Th- not Thanos? Darkseid and what's this other guy who's in the new movie? Uh, Doomsday. Doomsday team up. That would be badass. It would be cool, but it just it wouldn't happen. Even though they look it's... very similar, even though they kind of don't, but they kind of do. Yeah. You know, so it'd be kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. They can make one glow or something. But I remember <laughs> I, when that trailer came out, like I was excited, but the minute Doomsday popped up, I was just like, "Come on, guys! You're shoving." You put, you too much Superman, in there. Yeah, you put Superman, you make him look like Superman. You make Wonder Woman look like Wonder Woman. Batman like Batman. You make fucking Doomsday look like a shitty CG troll from the Hobbit movies. Just so like, Doomsday is CG? Completely CG? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's a big CG beast, of course. Mm, that doesn't um, look right. Which is also why I wish they would have gone with another villain, like Brainiac or Metallo or something. I don't know. They have Lex Luthor. They have him. They, they have, have Lex Luthor. They could have done something with him, give him some fucking battle armor or something. Like, yeah, See, or I'm, Kevin Spacey could have walked in and be like, wait, that's my role. You know? I'm not a big fan of the CG characters. Like, other than, like, um, what what is what did Andy Serkis, like, do? Andy Serkis in freaking, like, Lord of the Rings or Andy Serkis yeah, in freaking... Plenty of the Apes. Oh my god, that was like the best. That's kind CG of a character. weird middle ground now because yeah. motion capture is kind of CG, but it's also kind of not. So mm-hmm. it's like a middle ground. They're getting better with certain things like animals and stuff. Like Life of Pi, the tiger looked pretty cool. Oh yeah, that tiger yeah, looked uh, amazing. Actually, I don't. I'm not really too interested in it. The new, uh, not Jungle Book, Tarzan movie. Um, there is Jungle Book. Coming I'm, out. I'm yeah, interested yeah, in the Jungle similar, Book. Like, Wait, there's a Tarzan movie coming. Yeah, out? there's, there's Tarzan. And, uh, movie, yeah, the uh, the apes in that, like the gorillas, they look so real. Uh, they look so really? good. Yeah, I haven't seen um, that trailer yet. So yeah, there's that and Jungle Book coming out in the Jungle Book. Very similar in look. I'm actually interested in Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty darn good. I'm interested make, to see how they do it because it, it looks dark. Yeah. They make it look so dark. The first time I saw the trailer is when we saw Force Awakens. I hadn't seen the Jungle Book trailer till then. I like how it ends with the bare necessities being hung. Ah, yeah, that, that was, was, that was, I was like, little, it's nice. Really nice touch. No, because singing's done. They don't do singing. Anymore. They don't, the snake, they, well, they uh, brought it back with Frozen. I think they should they let it go. <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> I mean, even the snake in the trailer was like quoting the song like Trust in Me. Yeah, so, like, that was Lapita whole... too. Yeah. yeah, no, no, that wasn't Lapita. That was Scarlet. That was Scarlett oh, Johansson. Really? Yeah, wow. Scarlett Johansson did the snake. She's the snake. Yeah, she is the snake. That's why okay. I'm sexually attracted to that snake. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Why Whatever. Does that snake have boobs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd say the... oh, that's my bare necessity right there. Oh. <laughs> any other trailers y'all saw with force awakens that looked impressive like uh, independence day resurgence oh my god no, no that independence <laughs> day looked horrible it does how can you have first of all i like don't get they, me started on will smith not being in this movie like you know, how, his, his character's dead that's what they're what? gonna say yeah i was reading that last week in this Come article on. there's gonna be like I'm a done. scene in i'm done with y'all like, he, he gets till he gets killed while uh test piloting one of the uh, i'm ships. done I'm not seeing that movie if Will Smith. But they had to do it because Smith it. said he's not coming back. You know, well, he's like they ain't got enough money. <laughs> I'm not seeing it. It's Will Smith made Independence Day. How are you gonna have? Welcome to Earth. <laughs> oh my god! It's <laughs> 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 a barbecue. It was awesome. I'm like, oh man. Why? I wonder why he didn't want to do it. Like, is it like? Did they I, say that? Well, let why me be he honest. Will Smith's not above this movie. I think he's really good. 
And uh, he made Wild Wild West here. Okay, right? he did. Do the Wild Wild West. I I always that was back when he was doing like the. Yeah, music men in for black, the movie. Men, men in black. black. Yeah. Wow. And then he tried Wow Wow West. He's like, wait a second, I'm not doing that anymore. Wait a second, let's pull it back. I always, yeah. uh, whenever I'm filming a wedding, I'll I'll just walk over to the DJ and have him play that song, and it either oh. roaring success or it bombs the wedding. Last wow. time I worked, you tried it in Colombia yeah. when you went to the Colombia. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't try it there. Play Wow Wow West. <laughs> I tried it at a wedding. You were helping yeah, me. We, out. we were in South Carolina, and uh, you went up and immediately asked it, and you could just see the looks on people like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> like they immediately started. I promise. I've been around weddings where it works. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to convince us. Not yeah. believe you. It Not works. Believe. It works. It does. Really, yeah. You know, people love it. Cisco brings it. <laughs> Cisco, <laughs> freaking Cisco. Him and his dyed silver hair. Where is he the now? Thong, the thong, thong, thong. That that blew up, dude. Was that at the exact same time that dog song? Who let the no. dogs out? Was that the exact same time or near the same time? It was time? near, but Cisco was together before for me. the dog song. Okay, thong song. I remember. It was like elementary school, fifth grade for me. Thong song was everybody had that CD. Like yes. literally everybody. If you didn't have that CD, you were like. I never bought CDs even when CDs were a big thing. Though. Even nerds had it. That was fucking. Yeah, nerd. yeah. <laughs> elementary school. Everyone. I, the I Who even knows if you were. Can you be cool in elementary school? I don't Dude, know. Dude, <laughs> it was like cool. I used to get picked on like before third grade. So I was. I know the non-cool and the cool. Yeah, I was very awkward all the way up until my, my junior year of high school. Oh. And I sort of figured it out. Oh, I, was just code. In, I think I was just in my head. I was just paranoid, you know. I also went to a really small private school mm-hmm. all the way up to like ninth grade. So I, I like hung out with the same group of kids for like six and a half years and 15 kids at a private school. Oh, wow. And so like going to public school was like overwhelming because there's like hundreds of kids and you couldn't be friends with everyone. I was right. used to being friends with everyone. And I was like, oh, my God, there are chicks here. You know, like I didn't like ah! know how to handle it. <laughs> it took <laughs> me forever. There's girls here that I don't know. There's girls. So it was uh it was high school was an awkward time. You know, I met Corey in high school. Oh, nice. I walked into math class and I told him I felt like I could take on the world and he thought I was an idiot. Oh. <laughs> well, I was annoyed by your extreme shit. optimism so early in the mornings. It really pissed me take off. Over the world. Take on the world. Take on. Not take over. <laughs> I was it's not evil <laughs> genius like ha 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 math class. <laughs> you came in one day, you had all your books, you said, you know what, Corey. You know what? Today, I feel like I can just take on the world. And I'm just like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's way I'm too just, early I'm for trying this. to finish my damn homework. Do you here. blur this show? Do you have like, boop? Take, no, it's uh, the internet. Know, fuck we, it. That'd we, be awesome. You should like. A, this is an illicit show. Fuck, 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 fuck. Oh yeah, it's on iTunes. If you look next to our show, it says oh. explicit. Oh, nice. Like or illicit. Parental advisory. Oh. Illicit. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Oh. Not explicit. Illicit. Yeah. Is that the same word? I don't do words. Ooh. I just Who talk. Cares? Someone will correct um, me in the comments. <laughs> <does> words. <laughs> I don't do words. Yeah, but no, we just talk and then we put it online. Oh. That's about as far. You know, you were saying that's going to be edited here. It won't be. It won't be. No, this is <laughs> like Not, nobody will see this. It no, won't be. no, okay. it will be. It will be uh, raw. Something right here. This shows without. You can find my without protection. <laughs> so, Corey, do you want to uh, take us out? Uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and wrap up the show. We're almost at about an hour. Uh, Javier, thanks for being on the show today. Oh, yeah. Thanks uh, you're for a fantastic me. guest, and you're more than invited to come back and do it again. Thank to be you, completely Corey. honest, you're our best guest so far. Oh! You'd be so surprised how many people come on this show and oh. choke. Yeah, they, just, they, they don't even know. They'll be like, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, I like I liked the trailer. <laughs> I like and that's the... it that's it long pause okay next topic um, i'm gonna disappear like han solo right now yeah <laughs> with a big hole in my chest yeah all right
right, guys. Uh, but before we uh, wrap up the show today, I just want to take a moment to thank our network, Rogue Intel. Rogue Intel gives us the ability to speak our minds. That means we are not robots, and that's pretty freaking awesome. Make sure to check out the other shows at RogueIntel.com. <laughs> and if you want to help keep the network going, head over to RogueIntel.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs this holiday season. It doesn't cost you any extra, and a portion of your total will go towards the Rogue Intel network. Uh, remember, guys, if you want to download this show, you can check us out at iTunes and at Rogue Intel as well. Mm. Make sure to leave us your comments and topic ideas as we get ready to go into the new year. This was basically our holiday show. You can tell because I'm wearing the hat. Uh, mm. Next week, we're going to do our uh, our big uh, end of the year show. We'll probably do some uh, countdowns, some top tens, so stay tuned for that. We're going to light fireworks in a small room and see what happens. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the last show. <laughs> it's going to be the last show. We're going to put fireworks in the hat. In the hat. And then see how it goes from there. I mean, Corey doesn't have any hair, so it's okay. He oh. can sacrifice the scalp, too. Right? And on that note, <laughs> thank you guys for joining us again. We will see you next time. Now everyone pause. End of the show! Oh, nice. <laughs>